My name is Jeannie Rice. I'm a marathon runner. I am a world record holder and I'm a crazy runner. <laughs> everybody to another episode of Old Crazy Runners. I am Nicholas, the oldest of the old crazy runners and welcoming home Fundy from Japan, the craziest of the crazy runners. And you're going to want to stick around for Jeannie Rice, who holds the 70 plus women's record in the marathon. And she's fast. She is fast and she is incredibly fit. I remember when we got a chance to meet Jeannie at Hood to Coast last year and out of both teams, the 74-year-old woman was the only one that got up on Sunday and ran again. <laughs> she ran again? Couldn't believe it. But before we get to that, be sure to stop, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. And even more importantly, share it with an old crazy friend. Summer's getting here. We all want our summer body that we're going to destroy by drinking too much beer during the summer. And be sure to get those friends out there running and posting on Strava and being part of the group because it is the most fun old group on Strava. You know, you might just win the lottery on Strava and get an invite to Hood to Coast. Who knows? It's a great place to meet wonderful people and to show off how much you love being an old crazy runner. And speaking of Hood to Coast, we have a Hood to Coast mini one-day relay this weekend, which is, I'm super excited for this one. I, I'm having a hard time containing myself. I don't know why I'm so excited about this. I think there's a couple of things. For one, it's the first time. Um, it's supposed to be an absolutely beautiful place. I can't wait to see what Seabrook, Washington is all about. But really fell in love with the one-day relay last year in Windy River. And just the, the ease of the, uh, the event itself, there's not nearly as much planning. Um, it's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. And it doesn't destroy you quite as much as Hood to Coast destroys you. It, it does not. And I like that you don't hand the baton off to another van it's just it's self-contained uh all 12 legs right back to back uh we got a great van for van we call it van two but it's just uh our second van myself and scotty g and dennis and stephanie from our hood to coast group and we got two people that we've ran before with hood to coast but it's been a while kim breedlove and lisa curtis are going to be joining us and uh, we got a lot of fun. Chris is going to be in our van. And then we have uh, a bunch of newbies that haven't run. Uh, some of them have run Hood to Coast itself, but nobody's done the one-day relays. And then we've got a couple people that uh, this is going to be their very first relay ever, Bill and Alex. Bill and Alex. All right, so I'm curious uh, if, we, if we're going to set up a little friendly wager on the vans, who's going to finish first? Because we both have the exact same 5, 10 a.m. start time. Who's going to get to the finish uh, line first? So, uh, I don't know the your other two runners, but uh, we've got a couple uh, fairly, um, uh, shall we say, uh, not super fast-paced runners in our group. So I'm predicting that uh, you will probably finish first, but who knows? So I, was, I was talking with Tristan. He hasn't really done much training, but... He also looks like he doesn't have to do a whole lot of training to get out there and probably run a, a decent couple legs. Yeah, him and Chris Stapleman and Chris should all run fast legs. Um, Alex is recovering from an injury from last year, so okay. he's going to do like 10 and a half minute to 11 minute miles probably. 
Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Well, I think we might have you outpaced. We're pretty consistent. We're going to average as a team probably closer to nine minutes, all told. Um, could yeah, be a lot of you'll fun. definitely beat us then. We have you and I, runner three, and uh, we mentioned it before. It's Can, can I define this? Can yeah. I define this for us? Please, please do. We have fucked ourselves on this one. We 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 kind of did. I actually <laughs> tried to schedule myself not in runner three, and circumstances forced me to change that. And as team captain, sometimes that's what you have to do. However, I will say uh, I'm now knocking off the hardest leg first time, and we do plan on going back. So that's always yeah, a good strategy. Definitely as not well. doing that one again. Yes. Yeah, just as a recap, we have a, a nine miler with quite a bit of elevation, and then quickly followed up with a seven miler with quite a bit of elevation and one section that we're pretty sure is just a ladder because it looks like it goes straight up. I think it might be a ladder. I was going to go with stairs, but um, I don't, I, I know I'm, I'm, I'm almost more excited just to find out what that is and, and I don't I care how hard it's going to well, be. I had another idea. It might be uh, like in Oregon city where they have a public outdoor elevator. I don't, I, I hope they make us take the stairs if it's an elevator. <laughs> I mean, whatever. It is might be straight a good up. view. Might be a good view. See the coast and all that. Be pretty. Yeah. But we're going to earn our beers, most certainly. We will definitely earn our beers. Uh, speaking of beer, I think I drank at least half of the beer in Japan while I was there. You mentioned you put on a couple pounds. I did put on a couple pounds. Um, I just want to say I, this. You were, you were in Japan for, uh, what, 15, 20 days? 17 days. Yep. 17 days, and you gained a total of seven pounds. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Not bad. I mean, I've done that in a crazy weekend. And I ran every other day, which uh, pat myself on the back because uh, trying to do that during vacation is, yeah. uh, is hard. Running in Japan is fantastic, though. So okay. everywhere I was at, we were in not super big cities. And everywhere, every single river in Japan, and there's always at least one river, if not two, running down the center of most cities, all of the rivers have uh, running walking trails, paved running walking trails. So super easy to get the miles in. I was a little disappointed. I didn't have time on the last day. We stayed about a half a mile from the Emperor's Palace. Okay. And they have a designated 5K running course around the palace. Oh. For everybody. That would be cool. For all the peoples. All the peoples. That would be so cool. You, so, think uh, you, you missed out so on yeah, that one? So that's on the bucket list. Okay. Yeah. So I missed out on that one. So plus it's around a palace. It's not like it's just pre-measured and there you go. That's fun. I mean, exactly. It's the emperor's palace. And if anybody out there is, has always wanted to go to Japan or would like to tran plan a trip, they're not quite opened up for tourism yet, but they're, they're opening up for tour groups right now. But I think within a few months, they're going to open up to tourists for anybody wanting to go. And it is Dirt cheap right now for Americans to go to Japan. Hmm. Well, I highly recommend it if you do get a chance. Uh, my one opportunity was a fantastic trip. I'd love to get back. I recommend going, eating all the food, and drinking all the beer. Well, apparently another place uh, to be a kick-ass runner is Ottawa, Canada. Well, because there's nothing else to do in Ottawa, Canada, especially in the winter. It just snows and it's cold, and I think it's just hot as hell in the, uh, in the summer, too. So probably a lot of running going on. Oh, man, have you not been to, like, Toronto or that part of Canada at all? It's fantastic. Well, yes, although Ottawa and Toronto are very different. Okay. I guess that's kind of like saying 
Des Moines and New York City are kind of quite a bit different. Yeah, probably more like a Chicago, New York difference. Okay. Okay. I have not been to Ottawa, um, so I, but, uh, my only experience was yeah, uh, I, was Toronto, and it was fantastic. Oh yeah, cool. Toronto's a great city. So I would, I do hope that someone listening is from Ottawa or loves Ottawa and comes back and just rips me a new one. So please feel free to do that if you're a lover of Ottawa. I'm not saying it's a bad city, but it is the Midwest, and uh, the weather can kick your ass there. I will say that their beer selection isn't going to touch ours. Just, I'm just going to no. proclaim that to be true. But more importantly. Regine Fairhead, 95 years old, broke the Canadian record for a 95-year-old-plus runner for the 5K. She ran a 5K in 58-52. Now, you know, if we were to just look at those numbers, we might, you know, okay, that's, that's, that's a moderate 5K, but that, that's running when you are 95. Yeah, well, just the fact that you can run a 5K when you're 95. I was going to say. Let's get to the point that she completed 3.1 miles uh, and entirely at, at 95. So hats off to Jean. That's a fantastic accomplishment. Can't wait to see what she does at 100. And along those lines, our guest today, Jeannie Rice, is probably going to be looking at those records thinking, I got that one when the time comes. Man, she, so we had the chance to actually hang out with Jeannie. And the one thing that sticks with me is at uh, her age, I think she was 73 when we hung out, her legs are just defined like hell. I mean, so much yeah. muscle and no fat and just like, I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, I, the one thing that stood out to me was uh, her not-so-subtle disdain of how many miles we were running each week. <laughs> Aww. And, and how slow we were running. Well, she kicks our ass. She, the record <laughs> she set, uh, just recently is almost an hour faster than mine. An hour. Yeah. An hour, yep. So at the age of 71, she ran a three-hour, 24 minutes, and 48 seconds. Man. That just means I have to continue to get faster just to try and catch that. I don't even, I can't just maintain. I, I don't have like a little cushion to, to fall back on. I got to start crushing it. Not happen. Our only chance of ever beating her age time is that she dies before us. That's our only chance. I'm not even sure they'd give it to us then. I, I think they would probably <laughs> no, just go, no, no. If she were still here, you wouldn't even have a chance. That's not fair. Yeah, not fair. Please leave. Well, Jeannie is definitely an inspiration. Uh, as you can tell, we came away from our conversation with her, definitely motivated to be better runners, uh, more consistent runners. I hope she has the same impact on you. It's a fantastic conversation. Let's get to it. Jeannie, welcome to the podcast. Uh, thank you. Uh, we were so fortunate to meet you outside uh, with Ambie Burfoot and Jean Dykes hanging out drinking coffee the day after Hood to Coast. Uh, yeah, I had a great team, as you know. They were all yep. you know, famous people. <laughs> I know. I think you probably had the most famous world record-setting team uh, winningest most team uh, in all of Hood to Coast? Well, I was just, uh, it was my pleasure because it was a 12 male runners. I mean, 11 and me. So 12 of us, yeah. I was the only one female, so it was my pleasure to be in that team. And everybody over 70. Yes, we were all 70 years old and up, older. 
Yeah, I, I would like to applaud the uh, 11 gentlemen for making sure to pick you up to carry the rest of the team so that they yeah. <laughs> could have a strong Yeah, they finish. couldn't have done it without yeah. you. Well, it was fun. Mm-hmm. And you ended up uh, picking up an extra leg, right? You ran four legs instead of three. Yes, there was a, a couple uh, our a team made were kind of injured during the second leg. Um, so somebody has to do it, and I volunteer right away. And I would do, I have no problem, you know, I would do another leg. And then I kind of offer um, Gene Dyke. I, you know, it's like, come on, Gene, you and I have to do this. So, so you volunteer Gene yes, for Yes, I himself. volunteer Gene. And, you know, he, I don't think he was really happy, but he ended up uh, doing well. So we did very well all together. Yeah, so you're responsible for breaking Gene then. Yeah, <laughs> he got a little injured after that. <laughs> yeah, he, he, oh, that's not your fault. He just should have manned up and not he's gotten injured, injured on that well, last leg. <laughs> yes. So what did you think of the, the relay itself? How did that stack up against running, uh, you know, just marathons and half marathons? Well, I have to say it was not easy because I'd rather start, you know, to run 26 mile and all the way. Mm-hmm. And but this one you run so many miles and then you stop and then those so many miles you run all out pretty much in marathon I ran 124 marathon and you pace yourself and then stay with that but this one and we also I felt like I had more um, uh, pressure on this because with all this team so you try to run all out and then you rest for a little bit but you're in the car you're in the van. So, and right. no sleep, and it was a little difficult, but at the same time, it was a lot of fun. I really, really did enjoy uh, the group. Yeah, that's one of our favorite things about the race itself is, you know, it is challenging as a runner. You look at the, the total mm-hmm. distance, and it is deceiving because it isn't that prohibitive if, if you are a marathoner or a half marathoner. But it's that time in between that you have to learn how mm-hmm. to adjust. And then the logistics, um, you know, having run it several times, we know certain things that make it just that much easier, uh, just like everything else. And uh, I want to take everything that we've learned and I want to incorporate one thing that your team brought. And that was the on-site executive chefs for, yes. <laughs> for the team. Yes. That, that's a, uh, a, a luxury we've never actually invested in yet, Fundy. Yeah. So tell us about, so your team had some executive chefs cooking for you the whole way. Can, can you kind of explain uh, how that came about and yeah. how good the food was? Yes. Our captain, uh, Darren, and brought these two um, wonderful, wonderful um, guys. And they brought so much food. We thought, how the heck are we going to eat all that? But, you know, we never had to go to the kitchen. They'll make in the morning, make a coffee, and then our breakfast and lunch, they serve, they clean. I mean, it was very, very special. I mean, we don't get that at home even, anywhere. But it was three meals a day, or even doing, uh, we got there a couple, three days early, and we were so spoiled, and food was phenomenal. You just name it, they, bring, they brought everything. They brought steak and fish. Um, in, I mean, uh, um, shrimp, um, what did I say? And everything, calamari, um, you just name it and chicken. And it was just wonderful. 
and the fresh vegetable, fresh salad every meal. It was just greatest um, meal we had whole time we were there. And uh, here I thought I was uh, standing out because I made everybody on the van a breakfast burrito. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you thought you did something special, but you weren't even Not close. Not even close. Just scratching the surface. Yeah. yeah, we definitely have to get the executive chef thing going. Uh, I, I like that. That That's good. Yeah. And then uh, you, the very next day, as uh, all of us were kind of hobbling about uh, getting a cup of coffee, you woke up the next morning and ran 10 miles. Yes, I did. And I told everybody, I said, you know, who would like to run in the morning? Let's just jog a little bit. And let's meet right outside the house. And when I got up and no one was there, so I was it. And I really enjoyed running. I was not sore at all, actually. Just a little stiff because we did a lot of hills. But my 10-mile run was actually very uh, great pace. And it was I enjoyed the whole area running it. And when I got back, uh, the chef said, Jeannie, what would you like to eat? They already had a breakfast then. I told them not to wait. And he made me a special breakfast, and it was just wonderful. Uh, I'm going to volunteer uh, our teammates, Ben and Chris, to test out that 10-mile theory next year Yeah, before good. we commit, Nicholas. <laughs> uh, see, now yes. I thought you were going to volunteer them to be our executive chefs. <laughs> that too. <laughs> well, I don't, think we, I don't think we want a British person being a chef. I'm not sure Ben's going to bring much to that game culinary skills. Yeah. We're going to have to invite some Italians on. Maybe I'll, I'll be your team next year. Uh-oh. I better oh, that'd not be say great. that. <laughs> yeah, wow. that'd be awesome. Well, you know, yeah. we do have a, a queen-size bed in the back of the van, so as you get oh, finished with nice. a, uh, your leg, you get to lay down, you can stretch, <laughs> do all sorts of good things. <laughs> you know, I only had actually 45 minutes sleep whole time, but you could do it one night. You know, you, I don't think I can do it two nights in a row, but actually, you know, it was fine. It was fine, just sleeping just a little bit less than an hour. And you're exciting, and you, you know, you got to get to the next point, and you, you know, uh, cheer each other, and, and it was just fine. So do you think you're going to do it again? Yes, I would like to do it again. It um, depends what's my, that, around that month, what's my next race. So right. it doesn't, you know, um, interfere with my next I don't know yet that far so but I would yes if I, you ask me now yes I would like to do it again mm-hmm. all right well uh if your team doesn't run again we've got some spots open so oh, good. uh Great. just keep us in mind <laughs> yes uh-huh. yeah we're always looking for somebody to bring our average time down <laughs> yeah and our average age up yeah. you're the perfect you're the perfect teammate well, I didn't really do it. You know, overall, I did, I did end up 23 miles, and my average came 741, I believe. So. Flying. Oh, uh, not really. Yeah. <laughs> but it was decent. That's, that's pretty good. So uh, did you keep track of the people you passed, uh, the, the kills, yeah. as you would see? Yeah, I'm sure you had a, a that handful. That was one of the fun things. You count each time. What else do you do? Because you don't have it right next to each other, you know. You're just trying to wheel him in one at a time. And I think I probably passed 68 people. So, uh, Nicholas, uh, Jeannie definitely kicked. She was the fastest person on our team then, 
right? Nobody, nobody had a 741 average or lower. I'm pretty I, sure that's the I case. I mean, each time, maybe, maybe somebody might have. I didn't really um, check with everybody else's. Our overall pace was 907. I want to hear, I, I think something like that. But my average, I did one leg seven, seven minute. Another leg was like a 815 because, you know, some of my more hills than others. Uh, but they're telling me my overall 23 mile I ran, my um, average was 741. Well, um, I happen to have a spreadsheet that tracks all of that information. That uh, should come as no surprise <laughs> to anybody listening to us. So uh, we had Dylan. He ran a 738. Uh, oh, okay. He only ran 16 miles, though. So he ran two-thirds of oh, what you okay. ran. <laughs> and but he's like 12 years he old. Is. He's like he's, he's barely a pup. He also crushed his first run and then just crapped out the last two. So he's lucky oh. he got a 738. The next person was a 740. And oh. that was Jenny in Van okay. uh, Van Two. Jenny How is many a, miles? she How did many miles? Uh, fifteen ninety five. She was runner okay. se- uh, eight, which all which has a nasty hill on it. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, eight, yeah. eight does have a nasty mm-hmm. hill. So, uh, Jeannie, listening to you talk about just the fact that oh, I only had forty five minutes sleep, but it was fine, and. You know, we're going to get in talking about your your world records and stuff. Uh, it seems like you are just one tough person. Well, I you're just tough. That's what people said. Um, I've been running thirty eight years, and you know, a lot of people took some time off in between when they run that long. We, you know, as the girls, women, either they were pregnancy or different reason. But my boys were already older when I started to run. I was thirty five. So I didn't have that, you know, time to take time off. And I've never had injury, a running injury, I would say. Um, I have uh, hurt my knee, but that's from falling. You know, from doing the uh, training run, I fell and I did hurt my knee. So it took, you know, time off, but not from running injury, hamstring or Achilles or, you know, I never had that injury in my career for 38 years. So I, I think I guess uh, I can say I'm very blessed and I'm very lucky. You know, I don't do any special than any other runners. You know, I do the same thing what other runners do. You mentioned a couple points that we've heard from uh, other guests uh, that, you know, are experiencing some of their best running as they've gotten older. And one of those is mm-hmm. they either ran when they were younger and then had a long break, as you mentioned, usually mm-hmm. kids or family and then picked it back up or like mm-hmm. Fundy and I, we both started running uh, similar to you in our late thirties, early forties. And, mm-hmm. you know, finding out that we didn't destroy ourselves in those early years in our twenties mm-hmm. and thirties, really trying to aggressively uh, overtrain, push towards aggressive uh, finishes, that sort of thing. Uh, and it really re you know, brings benefits later on, but I want to talk more along the lines that you've been self-trained that throughout this time, you, you haven't really worked with a coach who's helped you modify and maintain. This is something that you basically just innately listen to your own body and you, you do what you think is going to work. Is that, is that your approach? Yes. Um, I had friends, um, he, he was coaching for other, um, runners and he, one time he gave me this work schedule, I mean, you know, to try to do this. 
And I said, "Listen, this is too hard for me." And he said, "Too hard for older age." You know, I was maybe my sixties, and、uh, he said, "I'm not giving this for age. I'm giving this to for you to try for your ability." So I didn't follow that, because you know, like you said, I listened to my body. I've been running all these years, not、uh, taking time off. I run pretty much average fifty miles a week. All these years, every week, twelve months. But of course, when I do run a marathon, and I increase to seventy miles a week, sixty-five to seventy. And just before I went to Hood Coast, it was like seventy-eight, and I said, "Oops, I'm running too much,、mm-hmm. you know, my mind." So I cut down a little bit. See, I forget sometimes if somebody want to run. Hey, Jeannie, can you run fifteen tomorrow? Even I ran yesterday, let's say fifteen, and I will still do it. But then overall mileage, and I know if I can't do that seventy, eighty miles continuously, so I try to cut down between fifty and fifty-five works for me. And without, you know, and I I ran so many miles. I think overall my mileage I just calculated. I think I I went around the world three times and almost fourth leg. It's almost closing. So I told my. <laughs> Friends, I say when I'm done, like fourth leg, would you stop me? Maybe I will stop running. Ninety <laughs>、oh, some thousand miles, I put it in my legs. Yep. Oh, but then, then you have a hundred thousand that you got to do. Yeah. <laughs> well. Right, and then you're like, oh, then one twenty-five, and then just the you know, I the know. goals keep on it, it, going forward. This is the story. When I was doing like ninety-ninth marathon. And I said, when I do hundred marathon, I'm gonna quit marathon and I'm gonna stay with a half marathon. So one hundredth marathon, I said, okay, I will do in Boston because everybody likes to go to Boston. So I will do my hundredth marathon in Boston, and then I'll stop、uh, marathon. But I ended up winning my age division. I was in my sixties, and there's too many marathon I wanted to do, wanted to do, I haven't done, so I couldn't. Do that. So that was、yeah. what five years ago. So I'm into 125th coming up here soon. So I can't stop. <laughs> no, you see, I mean that's.、Uh, I, I was gonna say I love. I, I don't think you'll ever stop. I love that you were talking about when I get to hundred, I'm going to stop. Yeah. And then you recognized, okay, I'm not. So you continue to do five a year after that because if you've done, yeah, I do 20... average. Yes,、mm-hmm. yeah. four five.、Mm-hmm. Uh, and just don't stop. You know, you're an inspiration for everybody <laughs> yeah, see, out there. I I just did the London as you you found it, you knew. Yeah. And I didn't do my best race, and so different reason. I had a stomach issue, and you know that's everybody has excuse. That's not even excuse actually, because everybody has some kind when they don't have a good race. Either weather wasn't good for them, or you know something hurt, and but. That was my issue,、uh, a stomach issue, but I was so well trained for a better time, so I didn't do my best time. I did three thirty-eight. So、uh, next big one supposed to be Tokyo, but then I decide do another one in between. So I'm gonna do one in December twelfth,、uh, Jacksonville. I done that years ago. When I did years ago, it was real, real, real hot. It's in December. It was like a Almost eighty degrees, and sun was you know beating down. But hopefully it can be fifty or sixty. So we're just taking our chances. 
but um, since I didn't do so well, we'll see how, what happens. If uh, you know whether it's decent, I should be able to do at least better than what I just did in London. So, so I never give up. You know, it's just something you can't give up. You cannot. And what's the life? Anything, either a better job or uh, lose weight or I want to run better, even though I may not be able to. Because, you know, I'm getting older, like, you know, we, you know, but if you don't have a goal, what's the reach? Because running is part of my life. So that's my goal. I want to do better than what I did last time. <laughs> so that gets me going. Yeah. Uh, I was just going to say, uh, my personal hope is that you keep running long enough. Mm -hmm. So someday I'll be able to run a marathon faster than you. We might have to wait until you're 95 oh, or 100. Oh, come on. No, you but could But I think I might get there one day. <laughs> no, you could be me right now. Yeah. Well, oh, no, he, no, he's got a hernia. He can't. Oh, he not today, but <laughs> maybe a few months. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, that's going to be my goal is to beat Jeannie Ray someday. Yeah, oh, oh man. you will. Well, how about half marathon? Why don't you come? What's your half marathon uh, time? You could be me much easier. Because I don't oh, have I don't a think speed. So. Pardon me? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you do. Mine's at 149. Oh. We're slow. Well, but I, I used to run, I mean, my best time was at 126, but world record for 70 years old, uh, I have, which is 137. And I want to yeah. be in my own record, too. I mean, even by second. So I'm looking forward to try in January in Naples half. So, nice. Yeah, we'll see. But if I don't, I don't, but that's my goal. Try to beat by one second, even two seconds. <laughs> I, I want to highlight a moment that maybe the greatest moment in our podcast history. Jeannie, when you responded to his time and went, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, so I mean, that's a good time, but <laughs> I'm going but by my only close. age time. <laughs> Yeah, not even. Yeah. I'm gonna get not there. Not even close. Jeannie has pissed me off. I'm getting there. I'm gonna that do was, it. That was kind of a cute though. You said you. Well, because I that oh, means so I good. know you could do it. You could do it. It's only ten right. minutes. Twelve that's minutes. It's only ten. Yes, 10 Actually, minutes. we we, we yeah. have talked about that, and you know, I he was supposed to have run the Portland Marathon with me a couple uh -huh. weeks ago. Uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure that if he hadn't had the hernia and he'd stayed on his training, he definitely would have broke four hours. Um, mm -hmm. I had an injury in June that set me back and I just didn't get quite to that goal. So we both have that on our mark to get below four hours, but mm -hmm. we all know that going just even three minutes or two minutes, let alone 30 or 25, that's a huge jump in, in time difference. And it, and it really does represent, um, quite a change in training. So your, your 338 is an aspirational number for both of us. Let's just make sure we, we highlight that. I kind of well, want to bring it you. back. <laughs> I want to bring it back just a second. You you told us, you know, you started running at 35 and your initial intent um as for many of us it was mine as well was around get you know getting ahead of your weight, staying on top of that and just, you know, using running as as a w at least one step in that process. So I I really want to know for you how you went from that this is a good idea to the mm -hmm. passion that you carry forward with you right now? How, how did that evolve? Well, first of all, when I started just to jog, um, just to lose, lose a few pounds, I was never really heavy, heavy, but I'm short. 
So five, six pounds is a lot for me. So I just wanted to lose that few pounds. So I just run around the block. And then um, within uh, uh, six months, uh, there's a local five mile race. So a friend of mine, she was a runner. And she, at my age, at the time, 35 or 36, she talked me into enter this five mile race. And I'm just first time ever I'm doing five mile, right? And she was only a few steps ahead of me. She was third and I was fourth, my age division. That's nice. when I realized that, oh, wow, if I train, maybe I can run a little faster. And that was the last time she ever beat me. <laughs> and <laughs> is she so, still your friend? No, she doesn't run at all. Uh-uh. She has been <laughs> running for 15 years. But that's when I got, you know, motivated and something I knew I could do it. So then pretty soon that's following year. That was 1983. So starting to run. 1984, I first marathon. Cleveland marathon, I did 345. My first nice. ever marathon. 345, I ran with the six guys, bunch of, we just had a good time. And then I realized that I could run a marathon. So six months later in Columbus Marathon, I did 316. And everybody thinking, how did you see shave 29 minutes? Yeah. And I realized that maybe I could run. I didn't know. So right. that's when I qualified for Boston 316, even I was in my 30s. So I went Boston 1985. And it just motivate me and and for winning every race I go to a local race and I'll be winning and newspaper every day and it was kind of fun, you know it was fun. That's why. And then um, as I get older, I'm doing a lot of marathon. I'm better off with distance because I don't have real speed. What you call? I mean, my uh, the fastest five uh, k was eighteen. 1838. So, I mean, to run just fast people were like a 16, maybe. I don't mm -hmm. know, 16, 17. So, the marathon, the longer I go and I can keep the pace a little bit longer. And that's how I got older. And first, when I got the na <clears throat> excuse me national um, a marathon record, I was 65, 66, I believe. I did 329. And that's not really that fast. I'm slowing down already because I was three sixteen. Mm -hmm. But then as we get older, everybody slow down way more than I do, I guess. So I'm keeping the pace pretty much, you know. So hopefully I can keep it a little bit longer. <laughs> and before we move on, I think this is a, a great topic to discuss is how running keeps us younger, mm -hmm. both mentally and physically. Like uh, Nicholas and I were coming, you know, the photos of you running in London, you look amazing. <laughs> well, so talk a little bit about how running has kept you young, both mentally and physically. Well, first of all, I hang around with the young people. You know, there isn't anybody this area 70 years old and I can run with, um, even men. They are the older one, I would call 60s, late 60s. And the girls are like a 30s, 40s, and 50s. So it keeps me young with the young people. I run with them pretty much. I run with the young people like a four or five times a week. I used to run by myself, but now we big running club here. Their goal is Boston. 
So I like to help mm. them and run with them. And that keeps me young with the people who hang out, you know, they're all younger. And, you know, running just is part of my life. I get up in the morning, have a cup of coffee, out the door, and then come back and clean up. And that'll be my day, start my day. Uh, this morning, I took day off. I was forced myself to take day off today because we're going to run 16 tomorrow. And I am back to, because it's been three weeks ago since the London Marathon. Last two weeks, I did 42, 45. So this week already, fifties. Uh, so then I will mm-hmm. increase to close to sixty for next marathon. So I have to sometimes I have to force myself to take the day off. But I went out and walked a little bit this morning. So that keeps me young, I guess. <laughs> so what I heard, Nicholas, yeah. uh, I got to stop hanging out with you. You're you're too. I got to think out. Start hanging out with the younger people. Oh <laughs> yeah, go well, hang why out. Why do you think I 20, hang out with you? Years old, you're young already. <laughs> You you're what forties? Oh, fifties. We're both fifties. You have fifties. So. How about you, Nicholas? You you're in the same age. Yeah, I am slightly older than than Fundy. Uh, when we talk about the old crazy runners, I'm the oldest, and he's the craziest. Uh, but not by much. I've got him by about half a year. Uh, but, oh. You know, decades of wisdom. That's that's yes. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> that's that's where it comes into. So um, tell me a little bit about what like a, a typical week training plan do you have? Do you uh, incorporate a range of running styles, like a Hal Higdon type of plan, or is it mostly just time on your feet? Well, no, I, I go by overall um, very important to me for mileage per week. But then I have an easy day. And then like... Um, a couple of days ago, we did, I call it pickups. You know, mm-hmm. we'll do maybe 10 mile, but there's a, a eight pickups, 30 second fast, and then 20, a 30 second slower, and overall 10 mile. And yesterday, what we did, my friend, uh, she's, she's in her 50s, and she's going to run another marathon with me, uh, Jacksonville, so she's in my schedule. She'll just do... Her name is Denise said, Jeannie, whatever you do, I'm going to do it. Because their whole goal is try to stay with me and keep me in her sight. That's her goal. But she's pretty, you know, it's a short distance. We go back and forth. 10K, she could win or I can win. So mm-hmm. we, what we did, okay, we're going to warm up three miles. And then we go two miles, 7.15 pace. So that's what I do. You know, you got to teach your legs. I told her that. You don't have to go to track to do it because a lot of people go to track, they get injured. You know, they do. They pull hamstrings. And I used to do track workout when I was younger. But today, it's better you warm up on the road during the run. And then I say, you got to get used to your legs or you teach your leg the fast turn. So we try to do two miles fast and one mile slow, slower, and then pick up again. So, yes, I do mix. Um, and then long run, 20 miler, um, a lot of people do 20 miler, what we call, but I do up to 23 and I do 23 mm-hmm. mile. I never done 26 mile actually as a training run, but I do 20, 22, 23, you know, something like that. And I do six of those before the marathon. And at what pace are you doing those long ones? Um, 
when I was last year before I was supposed to go to Tokyo and I was so ready, I did eight or nine pace, 20 mile, 22 mile actually, eight or okay. nine. And so that's, uh, you know, so that's uh, what minute, minute and a half, minute and a half off of your, your race pace? No, not really. My uh, um, okay. uh, Chicago world record time was uh, 7.40, 7.45 pace. But I, okay. you know, I, I used to run like 8.30 pace, but I am doing okay. a little bit faster. It, it just, um, I feel more confident if I can do a little faster pace training. I don't do 20 mile every time, 8.10 or the other day, the last time we went to um, London, last 20 mile was 8, 8.18, I believe. So anywhere from okay. 8 to 8.30. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. Now, do you incorporate uh, other aspects uh, in cross training? Any sort of Pilates, yoga, weights, or is it just uh, primarily running? Yes, I used to uh, weight training uh, for three times a week. But what I do just a little bit of a push ups, and and also I don't call this um, uh, cross training, but um, more my more clear my mind. I golf. I love golfing. So we golf like a couple times a week mm-hmm. and, you know, but then we walk a lot. I mean, we get in the car, but my ball goes the other side. I walk to the ball, um, not take the car. So golf. And when I was in, when I'm in the Florida, I swim a little bit because the pool's right there. And in Ohio, right now in Ohio right now, and I'll be going heading to Florida mid-November and I don't swim here up here in Cleveland. But yes, a little bit of cross training, not heavy. Mm. So, are you in Cleveland right now, uh, dealing with the uh, growing inclement yeah. weather of your family? Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. We have some. We we did have a great weather, but right now it's kind of a, you know, gray and it's going to be rainy season pretty soon. But I'll be going. I have a relay next week. It's a marathon relay, and I'm always put this. Um, relay together five girls we already beat everybody <laughs> it's fun <laughs> I, you know, and people uh, tease me Jeannie's stacking I try to find <laughs> fastest girls in this area so the five girls uh, relay next weekend so that's going to be fun and then I have another race cross country just to, you know 5k and then I'll be going to Florida mid-November and I try to put, when I do have a race like that on weekends, which is a short distance, and I try to put long run in Wednesdays. Gotcha. Because when most people do on weekends, but we don't have a race this weekend. So tomorrow I'm going to do 16. And then next week we'll, we'll be running a long run, maybe 18 during the weekday. And we have a um, relay. It's going to be fun. Relay is always fun. You know, it's a, it's fun to do that. With the yeah, other. I want to know about that, that marathon relay. How does that work? Um, it, it's, it's fun because it's of only, you know, five, six mile piece. Some do because um, 6.2, uh, the shortest one is like a 3.8, but I probably do the last leg because I haven't decided yet. I'm the captain, so I can do whatever I want, right? <laughs> that's right. Uh, that's right. <laughs> Just joking. <laughs> <laughs> So are you both in Denver? Oh, no, we're in Oregon. We're, yeah. Oh, Oregon. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, right. 
Although Denver would be a, a nice place. I know it gets cold out there, but they get a lot more yes. sun than we do. And the, the, the rain and the wind, which I know are two factors that you would have to deal with in Cleveland. Uh, yeah. <laughs> those yes. those could be challenging to run in. And and you're running every day first thing in the morning. You That's, yes, that's your regiment up, mm-hmm. up and out the door. Oh, man, yes. I am jealous. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know how to get myself motivated to do that on a consistent basis. Well, you just go to bed early. Um, in Ohio, I, you know, sleep in a little bit. In Florida, I get up at five every day, five o'clock, uh, because we run six o'clock. Cause it, you know, it can get hot. So if I want to run with the group, it's six o'clock. Cause some of people work. You know, don't forget a lot of runners are still young. <laughs> the people yeah. I run with, so they have to get up. You know, we run six o'clock at least four times a week. I run with them. And the other time, you know, I, I can run by myself and I, I could sleep in a little bit till six or whatever. But in Ohio, I, I don't have to get up at five. I can sleep in till six or sometimes seven. So it's a little bit better. But I just don't feel right if I don't get up in the morning and run. Mm-hmm. And I uh, last week one day, I think this is after the marathon, and I just still had a London time. And I just... You know, it was little time was off, and I didn't run till in the afternoon, and it just this thing's not working right that way. <laughs> <laughs> I just like that, you know, routine. So, talking uh, about London, you mentioned Tokyo. Is the Tokyo Marathon your last one to do before you get your Abbott's Medal, or have you already got your Abbott's That's Medal? That's Tokyo. And I never done that. Yeah, that'll be the last one. I don't know why. I this was never my. Uh, thing to do, I guess. I could have done it. I've been to Japan a couple of times, but it was a different time, not marathon, doing the marathon. Yeah. So now everybody wanted to do that, and it's a big deal. So I thought, well, why not? Because I've done other ones, so Tokyo is my list. But two years in a row, they cancel. Yeah, yeah. So let's hope they will, ha- they will have it this time. Yeah, so my wife's Japanese, so we've been watching mm-hmm. the opening up and it's and uh they have just recently changed the rules for vaccinated travelers so fingers crossed uh the tokyo marathon will be back to normal uh, because that's a super fun city a great city to have Mm -hmm. a race in Mm -hmm. yes oh i have about at least half dozen friends want to go too so hopefully they can all get in and i'm already in you know so it was going to go two years in a row so yeah i'm looking forward to it you had mentioned that one of your favorite marathons uh, was the Great Wall Marathon. Uh, how? Uh, tell us a little bit well, more about what that worked out for. Well, Great Wall was just spectacular. The view is up on the mountain. You run five miles on the wall, actually, on the Great Wall. And it was very, very difficult. And I, I would say that the second toughest marathon I ever done. Uh, but the view is up in the mountain to looking, oh my gosh, it just, uh, it's just spectacular. So that was a good one. But, but the hardest one I ever done was Pike's Peak because oh, um, yeah. altitude. Because you mm-hmm. go all the way up to 14,000 high and you can hardly breathe. And then you come down, you turn around and come down. And I remember they gave, uh, um, I believe, 10 hours to do it but then by time eight hours 
there's two hundred people still didn't come. Oh no! After they closed, two hundred people didn't make it. Let's put yeah. it that way. It was tough. It took me six hours. It was really tough, but that was tough. So what's what's the total climb up?、Uh, From six thousand, we start. The you know base、okay. was six thousand Colorado Spring. Yeah, six thousand up to fourteen thousand. Eight thousand,、okay. and it's basically an,、yeah. an out and back. It's so it's basically thirteen miles up and thirteen、yes. miles back.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. man, that was the yeah already starting high. That was the most difficult thing I ever done in my life. I I want you to clearly remember that because I remember that time. <laughs> This was worse than labor. <laughs> oh, but we did it. We, I did it, and a lot of people didn't do it. A lot of people went. We're gonna do、uh, around, and then they went up top, and then stop, and got a ride back. But I wouldn't have given up.、Mm-mm. Yeah. No,、nope, I didn't want to give up. I didn't realize that started in in Colorado Springs.、Um, I will be、yeah. there here in just a little over a week, and I have a ten mile、oh. run planned. And I'm suddenly、oh, wondering if that's going to、yeah, be a lot be harder a than I expected. <laughs> yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It really, I have had a couple times in Colorado, and it's it is an amazingly beautiful state. So、um, mm-hmm. I do want to get out there and get a run in. Yeah. Well, I I I used to be a, I'm still a am、um, downhill skier, and a few、oh. years ago, if people asked me what would you give up if you have to give up downhill ski or run, I would say tough、uh, decision to make. But now today, I look back, definitely ski. In, I would give up because that's only season, and running、right. I can do all year round. Yeah, yeah. I used to go out Colorado every year, every year, last twenty eight years maybe. Yeah, to ski. Yeah, one of our original Hood to Coast team members had similar decision to make because those are his two favorite things, and he went with、yeah. downhill skiing and has been injured、mm-hmm. <laughs> because of that two years、mm-hmm. in a row. So. I can certainly appreciate it. I love skiing. Fundy、uh, grew up right on at the base of Mount Hood. Well, not really grew up, but spent some time there. So we we have、mm-hmm. that exposure.、Uh, but I would pick running over skiing just because、uh, the risk. It's it really、yeah. is much different risk. And it's so you can do every day, but running. I mean, you can do not. You don't have to run every day, but you can do. You know, a few times a week. But ski, you just don't. I go out there for a week or ten days. Ski every day, but you don't do that all the time. Especially where I live, we don't have a mountain here, not high mountains. So I have to go either Colorado or Utah. You know, so it's not like、mm-hmm. something you can do all the time. But、um, but I I still love doing it though. I love downhill ski. Yeah. So、uh, the Great Wall,、mm-hmm. uh, Pikes Peak. What are some other marathons that maybe aren't you know the famous ones like Berlin and London? That you really love doing, and you recommend people checking out. Oh,、uh, if you like traveling, that's another thing. I, I like to go out of country because I love traveling. New Zealand marathon was one of my favorite as well.、Um, it's a beautiful country, and、uh, I mean I've done a lot of major thing too. Like you said, besides major,、um, I don't know. I、uh, Paris, you know, I enjoyed it, and Prague marathon. And Iceland, Iceland is one of them. Reykjavik,、mm. yeah, that was a, a good race too. So there's so many. I still haven't done、um, 
Saint Petersburg I like to do. Russia I haven't gone. And Thailand is a you know the recently I did Thailand two years ago just before COVID, and it was just wonderful. The people were wonderful there, and food were good, and they treat you very well. And the only thing is, uh, race starts at three o'clock in the morning because the heat. They want everybody oh, wow. yeah. to be done before sun come up. So you know, so you go to bed at one o'clock, <laughs> or I know you go, you get up at one o'clock. You go to bed ten, whatever. So that was a tough part, but uh, Thailand was one of the nice one. If you want to travel, you know, I would rec- highly recommend it. But then how about Cleveland? How about <laughs> come out to Cleveland? Yes. So uh, Cleveland would be high on your list. Yeah, well, uh, I because I live here. And yeah. I've done it many times. I normally don't duplicate. I normally don't do twice, except to Boston, Cleveland. I live in Cleveland, and my boys went to Columbus, Ohio State. Um, mm-hmm. My oldest son had a, got a doctor degree there, so he was there for many years. So I used to go visit him and run the marathon. Other than that, I normally uh, don't do twice because I like to do, do a different one. That's the only reason why. But there's a, a few. I've done twice. Mm-hmm. But Cleveland, yeah, you come anytime. It's in usually in May. Usually okay. in May, but this year, yeah, they moved to fall. Mm-hmm. Has the snow melted by May? Yes, guarantee. It'll be, I'll guarantee you, you sure? nice weather. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it can get pretty See, hot. Uh, Florida, a, a Florida winter yeah. marathon sounds much more appealing to oh, me I, than it's a Cleveland beautiful. spring. Now, keep in mind yeah. January, Fundy. And Nicholas, both of you, January third Sunday in January, Naples half. It is one of the greatest half marathon, and it's very flat. Of course, Florida is flat. Yeah. And you can, I guarantee you're gonna do your PR. Come on up. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> it'll it'll have to be next year because I'll yeah, just start my recovery. Yeah. 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 Well, you you'll be okay by then, won't you? Oh, keep pushing him. Keep pushing him. Yeah, he'll be fine. (laughs) Yeah. I might need an electric scooter for the last few miles. It's only half a mile, so you can do it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, by the way, I want you to uh, mention this about those um, people run four hours and five hours. And I give them every, uh, all the credit. It doesn't matter. I mean, two two hour marathon does a, you know, world record. They know we run as hard as they do, and I do know that four-hour marathon or five-hour marathon, they are doing as hard as they can. So I give them a lot of credit, all those people. But you just want to, you, like you two want to do under four, that's good. You know, then when you do that and go for 345 <laughs> and 340 <Yeah. laughs> and 310 and be genie, right? That'll be your goal. <laughs> I'm not sure. Hopefully uh, someday. I'm not sure our wives that. are going to let us train for that. That that's a little aggressive. But you you bring up a good point that uh, you know everybody out there is putting in their maximum effort it's on absolutely. a marathon, mm-hmm. and for those absolutely. that are doing it in four hours, five hours, six hours, mm-hmm. uh, you know that's that's twice as long, three times as long. That's so right. it, it is an incredible achievement to yes. push yes. yourself to your maximum and then do that for t- uh, an extended length of time. Um, yeah. It's certainly uh, nothing to be looked down upon just because of a time. No, no, not at all. I, I love cheering 
people, especially when I do this so next weekend, the marathon, I'll be doing relay. So I'll be cheering those people, you know, behind and, and I'm looking forward to it. You know, that's, that's so, wonderful. So, uh, one thing we talk about, um, you know, everybody trying to do their best. And then you also talked about your running group and I'd love to hear, uh, you talk a little bit about how important it is to have that core group of running friends where we keep pushing each other. Yeah, I always tell them, you know, this, uh, some of people really trying to get to Boston. And I said, everybody getting there, it didn't come easy. They all put their effort and they all put their training in and just keeping, I mean, not, some people just never could. You know, some people, five, six hour marathon, or that's fine. It's, that's not their uh, goal. But some of the friends I have, they need to shave 10 minutes and 15 minutes. And it's possible for them. I always tell them, you know, you just think about it. You can do it. You could do it. And in, uh, everybody's having, uh, at the end, everybody's having a 20 mile come along. Marathon is not 20 mile. Everybody says, oh, I, well, I did so good until 20. Marathon is not 20, it's 26. Those last six miles, think about it. Everybody's, you know, mm -hmm. having a hard time and your body's starting to say, you know, stop, but just keep going. Just visualize your uh, finish line. And everybody's, uh, you know, getting having a hard time. You're not the only one. So you just keep going, keep going. And that's what it is all about. If you have a goal, you got to do one step up. You can't be too comfortable, right? That's right. <laughs> no pain, no gain. <laughs> <laughs> well, I uh, do appreciate what that last six miles represents. Um, and it, it really is when the mental fortitude kicks in, you have to mm -hmm. tell your body it can do what it's trying to say it can't, and it can, uh, especially if you've put the training in, put the time mm -hmm. in, uh, and just you have to decide in that moment what are you going to finish with are you going to finish with a little bit left or are you going to finish uh barely crawling across the the line whichever one suits your fancy uh but you, you make no mistake you are going to be playing mind games with yourself coming up on that point <laughs> talking yeah. into you're going to be doing a lot of math okay if i do three tenths yeah. of a mile faster <laughs> now just get yeah. breathe relax stay with it so I have a question. So uh, in your running group, you have uh, these friends that maybe need to shave 10 minutes off of their marathon mm -hmm. time. What would you tell that person is the most important thing to concentrate on uh, during their training? Well, the, um, both. It's mental and physic, physical. And you got to try to learn a little bit faster. Some are really too comfortable certain pace. You know, when you go to the long run, okay, this is a nine minute, it's really comfortable. But if you want to do the shave those few minutes, you got to learn to run a little bit faster pace each time. And then, you know, you'll get faster. There's no, mm -hmm. no shortcut. You got to, if you want to cut time, you got to run faster. You know, and then so many times, so even local races, there's many people say, Oh, I could have run a little faster. You know what I said? Why didn't you? Mm -hmm. Why did you? Don't you hear this all the time? Some people say, oh, I could have run a little bit faster. I, you know, I didn't want to push, whatever. 
I said, this is a race. If you want to just run fun run, you don't have to go to race to do that. You can run training run anytime with your friends. You don't have to pay to do it. When you go to race, you are on the show. You got to do your best. That's what I always have been. I'm, you know, I'm competing my own self. I'm competitive. If I'm going to go to race uh, that day, given day, I'm going to do my best. That's what you have to do. So those uh, training, you, you get the training done, and then that day come, you're going to run your best. I don't mean go all out at the beginning. You know, whatever your pace is, you just, you know, do your best that day. If you can't do it that day, well, don't be so disappointed, and you go for next one. You know, that's how I feel. I know I didn't, I don't do race my best every time. Whatever reason is that they may be too hot for me. Maybe it was too hilly course for me or whatever. Maybe I didn't feel good, but you're done. Don't just get those so disappointed. Just go for next one. And that's very important in your mind, I think. A lot of people say, oh my, maybe I won't, you know, I won't be able to get faster. But no, every day is different. Yeah, I, I think it's important to focus in on uh, putting in your best effort and separating that from your best time. Because like you say, mm-hmm. each race is different. You might have some environmental functions. It was colder, mm-hmm. rainier, hotter, more humidity. Mm-hmm. You have some personal setbacks that happened a week before, the day before, whatever. But that doesn't mean you can't put out your best effort for that moment. That's and right. Make sure that it is everything that you can is out on Mm -hmm. the course and then, you know, walk away with that shiny metal and be happy anyway. Mm -hmm. Right. I agree. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you got 125. What do you do with all of those amazing medals? You got at least that many. Oh yes. (laughs) You know, I used to keep all the trophies until maybe 10 years ago and I had a big house in the basement was all, you know, people used to come to my place, uh, race directors, and what kind of trophy we should give? You know, they come in and just use, you know, look at mine. But I donate every one of them to a YMCA boxes. But now you ask a medal. Yes, I do keep the medals because the medals are easy to keep. It was in the whole box and then race beam number. And mm-hmm. now um, I do have a probably, I don't know, 500 medals. I mean, besides, <laughs> they used to give only... Uh, marathon medal. Yeah. Now they give 5K, 10K, whatever. So I had to display because the uh, TV station, uh, our um, Channel 8 uh, came out a couple, three years ago. They wanted to see my medals display. So it was all in the box. So I had to put it all in the t- big uh, basement table and then put the numbers on the wall. So it's quite a, you know, People get really uh, come in and look at it. They will say, "Wow, you ran that many races!" And I probably ran thousand races, hundred twenty four marathon, and but I do a lot of five k's and ten k's. Uh, by the way, those short races for me, it's a speed work for right. me. So I do a lot of five k's and you know five mile. If it's a local race, I just jump in and do it. So. But yeah, I do have a lot of medals. <laughs> so uh, I have a question uh-huh. that I don't know if has ever been asked of you before, but listening to a few of your, your phrases, like uh, when people say, 
oh, I could have run faster. And you're like, why didn't you do it? And the marathon is 26 miles, not 20. Is uh, I think Jeannie Rice should run for public office. I would vote for you for any public oh, office because I think you'd get everything fixed. <laughs> have you ever thought about that? No, I just love it. Just being being with the runners and they, you know, run with them and encourage them. You know, another thing too, people encourage me. In in London, mm-hmm. I had to run my number in the bed, the the age, you know, seventy to seventy four, yeah. and then Rice. So people recognize some of them coming through. Jeannie Rice, I read about you. Can we take pictures with a selfie? I'm running, right? But <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I was talking, every one of them talked to me. I'm not one of those, That's you know, awesome. don't talk to me and I'm focused. Yes, my body's still going, moving. But I say, oh, thank you. Yeah, sure. I, you know, they would selfie. I, I bet I did at least a dozen pictures taken doing the run. Because a lot of people carry phones. And I don't yeah. like to carry anything. Yeah. So it was kind of, they, you know, they encourage me. So it's, we help each other. Okay. Well, just, uh, I might nominate you for public office. <laughs> so just get ready. Just be ready. Oh, you're funny. <laughs> <laughs> you're my fan now. <laughs> I'm your fan. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you, you mentioned people running with their phone. And uh, I noticed that you uh, run, is, is Garmin your preferred technology yeah. uh, how is yeah. that how you track uh what you're doing yeah. with your runs yeah i will comment yeah mm-hmm. and it tells me what the pace is and how many miles is you know and i don't like to carry anything i don't even like to carry water and it, during the race they have a water on the course anyway and i know some of friends carry i don't like to carry anything i don't like any extra weight <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so, so do you, uh, on your Garmin, do you pay attention to your heart rate or your anything like that? No, I just pay attention to my pace and then mileage. Yeah, heart mm-hmm. rate, I worry about it later, really. Yeah. Yeah. As long as I can breathe and, you know, I just keep on going. Well, and I think that's definitely a benefit of having the years underneath your 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 belt of of running. You you know what your body feels like. You know, mm-hmm. you can tell when you're pushing it up to those upper thresholds. Uh, mm-hmm. It's helped me at this point in my running to be able to associate that with my actual heart rate, so I can check myself mm-hmm. and and know mm-hmm. that what I'd done in the past as a runner, I was the stereotypical train too hard. And, you know, every run has to be faster than the previous one, or it, it doesn't really, I'm, I'm not going forward. And it's mm. been hugely beneficial to me to be able to bring that information in real time mm. on the run and actually learn how to train to be a better runner instead of just, you know, an insane mm-hmm. runner. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, there's a, every other day should be a little bit easy runner, easier, easier run. I mean, uh, you can't go fast all the time. You can't no. run like a race all the time. And in race day, you'll be too tired. You'll be already exhausted. So training run should be, you know, there's a one day maybe a little faster pace, and then you get easy run. And sometimes I know it's not that easy to slow way down. And that's why such a thing, long run should be easier run. And then shorter run, maybe a little faster uh, pace. And I don't know, I, I never had a coach. So I'm just, 
like uh, Nicholas said, I just listen to my body. You know, it's mm-hmm. if I'm too tired and, and my body don't want to go anyway to you know hard. So when it feel good and then, but at least I do follow some what well, schedule. You know, a couple times a week, and you go pickups and uh, do faster runner run. And then mile overall mileage is to me it's very important. You can run thirty miles a week to go have a decent marathon. You know, you can run 30, 40 miles a week. I think either slower or, you know, faster, you, the mileage is important to run, you know, marathon. If you're going to do 5K, 10K, 30 miles, just fine. But uh, to run marathon, it's a mileage is a part of, I think it's important to, you know. So you got to get up to that uh, 45, 50 miles a week? Yeah, that's okay. 45 to 50 is fine, but uh, uh, to me, <laughs> not enough <laughs> for me. But I've been doing this for years, so I'm sure there's at some point, some time, uh, hopefully later than sooner. I mean, you don't see eight years old running three or uh, four-hour marathon, so, you know, I'm sure there's some point I'm going to be slowing down, but it's not going to be tomorrow, and it's not going to be next year. And I'll be 74, not that I want to get older, I don't. I'd rather be 40 years old and competing with the young people. Uh, but, um, you know, I do like to, if I can, that's my goal. I like to, you know, run as long as I can. It would be awesome if I can still run 80, 80 years old. You know, I wish I can still be, you know, alive and run four-hour marathon. See, I'll be running with you, Fundy. <laughs> I know, that's a, that, I'm like, you've got to be running in your 80s. You can it's push take me then. For me to catch up yeah. with you. <laughs> so, uh, you are the current record holder, uh, woman's record holder, world record holder, age group 70 to 74, with uh, your 324.48. Is, is that your, your current best time? Mm hmm. Yep. And when I did this, uh, uh, Chicago 2018, and the uh, record was three. 35, 335. She had it for seven years. The record was there seven years, and I beat that by seven minutes at Chicago. And then a year later, I beat my own record by three minutes. So I got 10 minutes uh, better than last record. But now this Yuko, uh, she was, uh, you know, Olympian. I mean, I am honored to be competing with her at our age and she was yeah. olympian i was never that level i mean she ran 238 years ago i read everything about her and i met her in london we both were in the same panel when we had a little interview night a day before nice lady and she is chasing yes and i'm yeah. gonna chase my own too my own record <laughs> so <laughs> well and you you're about to go into a new age bracket or not about to, but you know, certainly within the next couple of years. And so you have a, another record to achieve because looking from what I can tell, Mm -hmm. uh, the 75 to 79 is a three fifty three. Yes. And definitely something that I, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to crush that. And then they, they also, they have a single age. Um, I have a 73 single age. Um, I beat it by four minutes in London. You know, they have a 70 and up, 75 and up, but then each single age record, 
and 73 years old record, um, I believe it's 342, and I did 338, so I beat it by four minutes. So next year, 74, Yuko's not that old, so she's just turned 70. So yeah. <laughs> she, she would have to, oh. you know, keep following me to break it if she wanted to. <laughs> oh, so she's got more tries yeah, to yeah, beat your yeah. record. Yeah, I think it's fun. Oh. I mean, records have been always awesome. been broken. You know that, you know. Yeah. That's what we call record. Yeah. You know, break the record. <laughs> yeah, when you're a record holder, you're. it's kind of like the, uh, you know, Stanley Cup in uh, hockey where there's one cup and you get to hold that for a year, <laughs> but probably you're going to pass that on. So that world record, you're really just taking care of that world record temporarily. Yep. Uh, That's it. Hopefully for as long as possible, but somebody's going to come and take that, that from you mm -hmm. someday. And that's part of the fun. Yep. Mm -hmm. It is part of fun. Mm -hmm. And, and I, I think with each time someone like yourself sets a record, it, uh, establishes for everybody behind you something that can be done, right? I, I think that moment when we see something can happen, whether that's within ourselves, like you said, that the first time you run sub four, you're like, now I can do it. And it's important that we don't lose sight of the value of going out and setting these records. These aren't just necessarily for personal gain, although they certainly are. Uh, it's important for all of us to yeah. see a limit get past to see a threshold be eclipsed. I, I like seeing that. I, I want to see all these records break. Um, mm -hmm. and just hopefully someday when I'm 90, I might be one of the record breakers. Sure. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> Do you, I'm sure you folks remember Joan Benoit. Joan yeah. Benoit Samuelson. Yes. In 1984, she had a gold medal, um, um, LA, um, that time. And that's when I just started to run. And she's been my idol. And now she's in her 60s. And Chicago, when I broke my record 70 and up, and she tried to break 60 and up world record, and mm -hmm. she didn't make it. You know, she didn't have a good race. So, and actually, 60 and up at that Chicago, she's the only one beat me. I, I beat 60 and up second place. My 70 years old beat, I could have been second in her age group. And I've been watching her. And she also went to uh, Berlin following year, which I did. And I ran three minutes faster than my own record of uh, Chicago. And she tried that. And she was, she ran faster than Chicago, but she didn't make it either. But she's still trying. And she was actually second place. Somebody else uh, beat her, by, not by much. She is one of the uh, greatest runner, I think. You know, because she's been mm -hmm. my idol all these years. I met her in person in Boston a couple of times. And she's still, you know, going after. So that's, you know, always fun, I think. And it's her goal, I'm sure. I don't know. I haven't heard uh, this year what she ran with the COVID and everything. But um, she is uh, one of the greatest uh, women, female runner. Uh, definitely an inspiration. Well, and I don't want to uh, let you go before uh, before telling you what inspiration you are and people like Gene Dykes. And mm -hmm. so, you know, you inspire me knowing that, uh, you know, when I'm in my 50s, I've got decades ahead of me <laughs> of being able to do the yeah. things I want to do. And, you know, you're a, a great inspiration. And when, you know, uh, we didn't have this 
20, 30 years ago right. where people were running into their 70s and 80s with so many people running in their I 70s know. and 80s and 90s, yeah. inspiring, you know, generations, millions, hundreds of millions of people to say, hey, you know, life doesn't stop, barely yeah. even slows down right. when you're getting in yeah. your 60s, 70s and 80s. Yeah. You can do so much more. So just keep going. Yes, I agree. Every day is, a, you know, blessing. Because years ago, you know, grandparents, my grandparents, when they were 60, I thought they were old. They didn't do <laughs> yeah. a whole lot. But now yeah. I, I'm a grandma and my granddaughter is 70, I mean, 21 years old. I'm 73. We go ski together. We go, go right. out and jog together. I mean, we didn't do that. My grandparents, we never done that with grandparents. So like you said, we, we live longer and healthier. And we do our exercise. It's very important. I tell young people, don't wait till you're older. It's too late. You got to do it now to take care of for your later life. And it's very true, isn't it? Because we live longer. Everybody live longer than ever. So it's just number is only age. You know, many times I do forget how old I am. I forget really because I hung out with the young people, you know. So yeah. it's... it's um, we just have to keep on going. Forget the number. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, I think that's probably the best advice you could give anybody is just forget your age. Don't mm -hmm. don't put that out there as some parameter or some limiter. Mm -mm. Just do what you mm -hmm. can do and always keep doing what you can do. So. That's right. Mm-hmm. Well, Jeannie Rice, you are definitely an inspiration to us. I hope you've been an inspiration to everybody listening today. You certainly are an inspiration to everybody that is running behind you in all of those races. <laughs> well, thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed speaking with you too. Very much. Absolutely. Best of luck on all of your races coming up, especially your relay this weekend. Uh, it is yeah. this weekend, right? Yes, it's yeah. next weekend. Yeah, we next weekend. Yeah. And I definitely want to see you back in Oregon next year for Hood to Coast. I hope it aligns with your race schedule, and uh, I hope we get a chance to spend some more time with you. Yeah, I hope so, too. Looking forward to see you both again. You want to be embarrassed for all of your running inability? Well, well, yes, she can make fun of my times, which will probably make me faster. But if she's got a guest room, man, uh, I can't think of any better way to stay younger is to just uh, hang out with Jeannie all day. Definitely uh, a vibrant, amazing soul. Uh, it was really great to talk with her. Uh, so, so upbeat. And also, I just want to come back to that moment. Aww. <laughs> I know, just the, just the pity in her voice. She hurt my best time. But that's okay. Oh, oh that's, man. That's and okay. then get the best part about it is it applies to both of us because I might be slightly faster than you, but we're basically in the one mid one forties compared to her one thirty. So yeah. I mean, that, that applied to me as well, but I waited until afterwards to highlight that. Yeah, that's hilarious. She is a perfect example of what we emphasize and how important it is just to keep moving. Find your schedule, find your way, do what works for you. Just do something and get out there and don't stop. Well, and like I said before, if you're listening to this podcast, just hit pause and then go on Google and search for Jeannie Rice and look at the photo of her running the London Marathon. Yeah. She does not look 73 years old. No, she doesn't. She looks amazing. 
And uh, if you want to check out uh, what she looked like that Sunday morning running hood to coast, she is refreshed and looks a hell of a lot better than all of us. And a hell of a lot more definition in her leg muscles than yeah. anybody else there. I was a little surprised to hear that she hasn't incorporated as much um, non-running work, Pilates, yoga, et cetera, based on that tone. I mean, that, that, I mean running gets you toned, but that's not just running shape she's freaking healthy yeah well she's skiing and i although i think she's just one of those uh gene dykes type people it's just i just run i ski i do stuff i just do stuff man really <laughs> really super inspirational and i'd like to point out that when she talked about the uh world records that she broke she didn't just you know a second 10 seconds i mean she beat one by seven minutes, which is a crushing amount of time in the marathon, and then turned around and beat that again by four. And so I, 11 minutes ahead of the old record. Yeah, and, and I guarantee you when she hits 75, she is going to run a marathon, and she's going to beat uh, Yoko Nakano, who is the current yeah. record holder. Uh, I have that record at a 353.42. I bet she beats it by 15 minutes, at least. Oh, yeah, she's going to crush it. Just insane. Yeah, she's definitely going to crush that. So total inspiration. Wanna, I just want to grow up and be like her. I want to get her in our van. That is really exciting. Or to get down there in Florida and do that one day with her. That would be so fun. runners can say that phrase about a woman. <laughs> I want to get her in our van. <laughs> oh, man. That is so true. So true. <laughs> oh, let's just leave that one right there for all it is. We don't need to even yep. expand uh, on that. And but I, so much fun. Yeah, definitely. So thank you, Jeannie, for joining us. We had a great time talking with you. I hope everyone out there uh, really took to heart what she had to say. She is definitely an inspiration. Check her out. You will want to get out and run. Thanks again for joining us for another episode of Old Crazy Runners. Take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast and tell all your friends how much you love listening in. And be sure to go by Strava and join the Old Crazy Runners Podcast Run Club because that's where all us old crazies hang out and that's where we encourage each other to keep getting out there, keep putting in the miles, and keep being old crazy runners.